Welcome to the Handcuffs and Sawdust Podcast, the show about life on the street as a beat cop and life in the shop as a woodworker. They pull no punches and tell it like it is, so buckle in and get ready. Now, here are your hosts from Marazzo Woodworking, Mike Marazzo, and from Full House Woodworking, Brandon Silvera. What's up, buddy? Hi. Long hey, time no no talk, no see. Long time no talk, no see. It's uh been a while. What's going on? It ha- it has been a while. It you know, you know, just dealing with one small crisis after another. That's your life. <laughs> this is life. It's it's okay. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. We're fine. Any of those crises in law enforcement or family or uh, nothing? No. No. It's all little league. It's little, all Okay. It's all baseball. Little league stuff. That's that's okay. <laughs> Not so it's not putting out fires in the grand scheme of things, eh, not too important as far as crises go. They're good crises to have. All right, good. I don't have any except personal crises, which we've discussed earlier. We did, we had a therapy (laughs) session earlier. That's why, uh, even though this show is just starting for you guys, uh, Mike and I have been talking for an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, we came down to the shops. I came down to my shop at 11 and I went upstairs into the spare room, up into the spare room where he goes to cry. And uh, I do. It's my corners back there. Yeah. This is episode 60. Like Big Voice Man said, I am Mike Morazzo. That is Brandon Silvera. We are the hosts of the Handcuffs and Sawdust podcast. Uh, Which so- is brought to you by surfprepsanding.com. Use promo code BOOKEM. That's for right. 10% off your order. BOOKEM. BOOKEM, baby. 10% off of surf prep stuff? That's a pretty good discount. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. I wish I had 10% any, off stuff. Any discount's a good discount. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I was with those people all weekend. Hannah and Skylar, um, just amazing people. Yeah. Yep. Rub, rub that in. Rub <laughs> it in. Get that, get that in there. I loved your story post about- all- I was so tired and so <laughs> bummed. Like I, I legitimately was just exhausted. So I found a parking lot and I started scrolling through my phone a little bit. Yeah. And then all it was was people from from WorkbenchCon, and then I came across yours and then saw you guys all hanging out. I'm like, this sucks. I'm sad. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Can I Can I just, can I not? Yeah. And your sad face? I have to work. I have to work. Uh, I, mur, mur, mur. It was hilarious. No, I wasn't laughing at you, though. I was laughing with you. No, you weren't. You were laughing at me. That's fine. We all missed you. Everyone's like, handcuffs and sawdust. Where's your partner, Brandon? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. He's serving being and protecting. Being sad in a patrol car. Yeah. Looking for bad just, guys. Just hoping that the world doesn't go to shit. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please. Please, everybody keep it together. Dear God. <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. this episode is just going to be basically the WorkbenchCon 23 wrap-up show. Yeah, so it's going to be all Mike, and I'm going to sit here <laughs> and silently cry. No, no, you can participate. Oh, I'll, I'll ask questions because I'll have no input. All right, because I've got a list of stuff that's on my phone that I actually have to get to in order to tell you what happened at WorkbenchCon. Yeah, there's supposed to be some sort of announcements made that you wanted that you didn't want to tell me beforehand that you you wanted a a live authentic reaction. I forgot what they were. 
<laughs> Son of a bitch. But see, this is why I want you to tell me the second it happens so that that way your dementia doesn't kick in. And then I'm sitting here and like six months later, like, oh, yeah, I was going to tell you we're going to have John Malecki on the show. I met John Malecki. I'm insanely jealous. <laughs> I, again, that's like so the whole goal, because I am going next year. I don't care. Um, I'm going. I'm staying there. We're going to party like it's 1999. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and we'll be in bed by 10. No, this time I'm <laughs> not going to be in bed by 10. In life. And Mike is showing the plethora of stickers and business cards that he got from people. It's throwing the camera completely out of focus on his end, which is just fantastic for you that are watching the video of this. I wanted uh, to mention all these people. Goal, my whole goal for next year yeah. is to get um, Jason Hibbs from Bourbon Moth. Okay. To uh, one, take a picture with me, but I need, I, I really want to be able to FaceTime Annie while I'm hanging out with him because she, she loves his voice All and right. I will oftentimes watch his videos right when she's going to sleep. So <laughs> she, 90% of the days that I'm off, she falls asleep listening to it's his a bourbon voice. moth. Yes. Okay. I didn't, so. I might be jealous of that if I was a husband, but whatever. I mean, I no, am I'm, a husband, but if my wife fell asleep I listening mean, I, to, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's me, but you right. know, if there was, if yeah, if there was, I might be jealous with that. So these are some of the makers, or these are actually all the people that gave me stickers. I'm just, you know, I don't have to mention their names because it would take forever. I'll just, this kid was amazing. He's like 12, Evan. Yeah, I know. I, I, I simultaneously love and hate him. Right. I love him because he's, he's great, but I hate his success. His I success. will ever be. Yeah. And he's about as old as my son. Can you imagine being 12 or whatever he is and having 15 and having a success already in the woodworking community? There, there's um, a couple of kids that are on Instagram that are successful. Yeah. And are like, Who's the oh, little girl? She's oh, awesome. Yeah. She's one of my favorites. She's like her name like Annie or something? Yes, it is Annie. And she's a softball player. Yeah, too bad she doesn't play baseball, though. Softball's okay. Mike, why do you hate softball so much? I don't hate softball, but, you know, my wife and my daughter both play baseball still. That's fine. So, and, great for, and great for them. Yeah, I just like baseball better. I don't know. That's I fine. I don't, you know what I don't like about girls' softball? I don't what like don't all you the, like about? All the cheering and... All that stuff in the dugout. So you don't. So you don't like positive reinforcement, <laughs> reinforcement and encouragement, and being a great teammate. That's one of my favorite things about softball. Um, no, that's great. I love it. Uh, I guess so. I, I don't know. It is. It is. I share is. a birthday with a former uh, college women's uh, college world series national champion. Oh, really? Florida Gator. Yeah, Florida Gator. I think it was, think it was the 08 team. Okay. I think that's the year that they won it. Hmm. Oh, you told me about her. Yeah. You should get her on the show. But she's not a yeah. woodworker. Yeah, she's not. Or nor is she or a, a cop. cop. So, oops, I keep hitting the mic, mic cord, making noise. This is a sweet shop sticker. Uh, so let's. Is that what that is? Let's. I mean, I know it says a sweet shop. I think it's a cool idea, really? right? Sweet shop. <laughs> just, just put your name on the sticker. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought that was kind of the point of it. Oh, them. by the way, I'm out of handcuffs and sawdust podcast stickers. So I need to order some for my woodworking and for the podcast. So that company that you told me that you use by you, 
I'll have to have you send me that text today because I forgot to write it down. Yeah, I'll send uh, I'll send their page over to you. All right, cool. I hear your dog's in the house. Yeah, there's probably the mailman coming by. He hates that guy, even though he's really nice. They don't really like mailmen. I don't get it. Like anyone else could walk by our house, and he's just like he'll like check it out and see what's up. But the mail guy shows up. He, all he has to do is hear the mail truck, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I used to be a meter reader at the electric company. And, boy, dogs hate meter readers, too. And I found out that if I was wearing my hat from the electric company, they really hate people with hats. It could be the mailman, UPS guy. It could be, you know, a bad guy with a hat. They just hate people with hats on. So I decided when I got to those houses, I would have to take my hat off. Not take my hat off to show them respect, but just to take my hat off so I wouldn't get eaten, you know, by the, the dogs. Yeah. Oh, I'm dropping stuff. So what do you what do you say? Should we end the uh the yeah. Instagram live portion and then get into the actual meat and potatoes of how was Workbench Con? Yeah, 20, let's do it, man. Twenty three. And if anybody wants to continue to hear about Workbench Con twenty twenty three on the handcuffs and you, sawdust podcast. You can wait till next week when this show comes out. That's right. It will be available next week. So make sure to tune in. So let's get out of the feed and say thanks to everybody that checked in with us hope you check out the show next week peace and this could be a future patreon thing for you yes it could very good matter of fact that might be one of the uh topics we talk about yeah yeah you have to tune in yeah okay yeah. all right bye I'm, I'm leaving okay goodbye instagram goodbye instagram all right let's gotta put the cover together right there Make sure you tag some stuff. I'm going to tag you. Yay. Uh, full house. There we go. All right. Yeah, 100% doing this uh, public information stuff for the Little League has taught me that I never, ever want to be the public <laughs> information officer for a police department because this is a giant pain Cluster. in the ass yeah. it's like i'm trying to send names of people who were at opening ceremonies to our photographer because he's submitting pictures to the newspaper yeah and it's just uh it's kind of a pain in the ass when you're also trying to record a podcast it is but i think it'll be fun i think it's a good glimpse into the show to see what we're doing yeah see what it's about maybe pique some interests Get people well, I mean, if you think about it, like some of it, like you have essentially, what, two jobs between Marazzo Woodworking and then your actual job? Yes. And then I have my regular job, full house, and then now <laughs> being the, the, the league information officer for our local Little League. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, quite the busy busyness. Then we try and do this at the same time. Okay, so Mike. Yes, sir. How was WorkbenchCon? Oh, my God. WorkbenchCon 2023. I don't really want to show this one. Uh, was awesome, dude. Hey, I, hey, we've had one of the hosts on the show. He was very gracious. He was a great guest. Yeah. And he uh, sold me my surf prep sander. Yes, he did. <laughs> so I was just teasing him, giving him a little shot. You know, friendly competition. Yeah. So I got we don't a, talk. We don't talk about any of the other Woodshop podcasts. No, but we're going to because we're going to be doing some cross-pollination podcasting. 
cross-pollination podcasting. Yes, I'm bringing up my notes, Brandon, so I can show you what Way I'm Way to be prepared. About. I love well, it. I had this phone on. <laughs> the hell? Okay. So I, I'm being more cognizant of just how much of an ass I am because Annie was listening to one of the last episodes. She sent me a text. So I'm listening to the podcast. She said, you're kind of an asshole. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, you're so mean to Mike. But well, that's okay. It's not, not going to get any better. No, it's, it's our <laughs> dynamic. You be mean I, to me, I just take it. It's like I'm back in I, school. I think, I think what I sent back to her was, you know exactly who you married. <laughs> this is who you asked for. <laughs> this is what you get. Yeah, so uh, I didn't go in till Thursday. So I was getting messages from John Erickson because he flew down or drove down or up. Right, and for the people who don't know, who is John Erickson? John Erickson from O Dark Thirty Woodworks, uh, one of my good buddies. I spent some time at his house last fall. It was pretty cool putting his shop together. He now has a Phantom CNC. Ah, oh, made in China. China. They were there. Those guys are pretty cool. You know, and Nick, although Phantom, if you want to send me a CNC for for free ninety nine. <laughs> I will be all about the Chinese-made stuff. Love the free 99. Uh, those guys are pretty cool. Nick, you know, from Stated Woods is on their team at the show, so he was helping put stuff together. I was actually looking at their uh, uh, dust collector. They have okay. a pretty nice, but it's like $1,500. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess it's a big one. For $1,500, it better be. For $1,500, it better be. <laughs> yeah. So one would argue that it should come with a happy ending. Uh, it might. It's got a suction capability. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> not to see if that sucker moving. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we got in. Our plane left uh, home at like seven, and they're an hour ahead of us. So we actually got in about nine o'clock. Nine? No, nine thirty into Atlanta. And so did did Kim go with you? Yeah, Kim went with. Now, last year, she went with and just hung out. She's got a friend in Atlanta that works for her uh, company that's transferred from here down to Atlanta. So okay. one of the days she went uh, to go have lunch with her while we were at the at the um, at the convention, and then she actually one night last year we went out to dinner. Uh, Erickson and and Joey and I and Joey's family, but Kim was out to dinner with her friend. Then the next night, Kimmy came out to dinner with us and. Joey's wife was out with a friend. So this year, Kim's like, I want to go to the convention. And my first question to anybody that wants to go to this convention that's not a woodworker or a content creator is why? Why? <laughs> um, you're not a woodworker or a content creator. That's what this con- convention's about. But it's someone that wants to get into woodworking and content creation. And she doesn't want to get into content creation because she doesn't like the way she looks, which I think is an issue. Um, but... She wants to do more woodworking stuff. So she's very, yeah, she's very familiar with certain saws. At our last house, she built our huge wooden fence by herself. I helped sink the posts. She then dog-eared all the, the uh, pickets on my neighbor's sliding 12-inch radial arm saw. And then she built everything together. And she did it all by herself. And then at one point, she said, that she had talked to our neighbor about putting the fence up and we can see his finished side, right? Cause yeah. that's how fences work. Wooden fences. So she asked the neighbor on the other side, do you mind if I put the finished side of my fence 
facing me. So you see the backside of it. And he goes, I don't care what you do. So I said to her, you sure you want to do that? Because that might be against code. And she says, no, I, I can do it. I, I don't think it's a problem. I'm like, I'll do whatever I want. Go knock yourself out. Go ahead and do it. So she, I like her attitude. She, yeah. She built the fence. She did it the way she wanted with the finished side in the yard. And then, of course, I changed jobs like two months later. But just so happens one of the code enforcement officers for the village that we lived in was driving around. And when they came around from that side of the house, they saw the fence was backwards. And by backwards, the finished side was in. They're like, what? yeah, um, you have to take that down and turn it around. Or, I'll take you down. Or put pickets on that side. So we had to disassemble the whole fence, flip it, put it back up. But uh, anyway, she wanted to go. And she does bad with conferences and the fact that she falls asleep. <laughs> so <laughs> she, uh, she, the first day, she did an epoxy class with Joey. I actually, I have the thing she made right here. here the por- portion of the show where Mike gets up and walks away. Yep. So it's great content. Well, at least at least you didn't leave. No. I didn't even have to take off my headphones. Frame. Yeah. That's amazing. So she got this piece of wood, and uh, they had people. It was routered out, a little tray. And then take your sticker, in this case, my sticker, and fill it with epoxy. So she tried to do like a blue to go with the sticker, yeah. and she'd never seen epoxy before. It's got sparkles in it that look green for some reason. Um, but it's pretty cool. She's like, do you want this? I said, I've never wanted anything more. It's not what I said. I said, uh, it's yours. <laughs> That's what you were supposed to say. <laughs> if you want to put it in the shop, this is where we display stuff that people make for us or we make for ourselves. So it's down here in the shop on my TV um, shelf. So that was cool. She liked doing that. And then she went to a class with Joe, uh, a hands-on wood carving class. And um, she's sending me pictures of Joey doing the engraving, you know, carving the wood. Sabretooth, I think, had some, they are giving away. Like some bits. Dremel bits and stuff, you know. So I'm like, did Joey take a picture of you um, engraving? Oh, I didn't get to do it. Like you went to the hands-on class. Well, they were out of safety glasses. So she didn't get to participate because they didn't have enough safety glasses for everybody, nor did she think I should just, and Joey didn't have to have safety glasses because he was wearing glasses. Yeah. So she didn't think to bother. She didn't bother. Now she didn't bother to go up and ask somebody. Now, Workbench Con is a lot of intimidating people if you don't know them, obviously. So it's hard to just normal people like us. I, I say intimidating people that people that have like, you know, 500,000 followers. That's intimidating to meet those people. The heavy hitter accounts. Yeah. You know, and they tell us at the beginning of the show, everyone in this room is the same. Everyone has the same aspirations and goals. Everyone is here for the same reason. So go up and talk to people. Well, it's still hard to talk to those people. But Kim doesn't have an account. She doesn't do any woodworking. So it's really um, intimidating for her personally. So she didn't. I would just went up, hey, man, can I be your partner? And we switch off? Because that's right. So yeah. I, I will suggest that if you go next year to work, WorkbenchCon and you want to do a hands-on class, bring your own safety glasses. <laughs> that's one tip. Because then there's no excuse. And then she took a couple other classes with me. 
I, I took a class on uh, how to earn more money from your affiliates because I have a few. And then I was disappointed to learn, eh, it's not about my affiliates, not like Surf Prep or any of the other ones. It's some woman, and she's very successful, like selling stuff for Amazon. Uh, oh, yeah, it'd be like in a, one of those um, Amazon affiliates. Yeah, so, you know, she makes a ton of money. Her She's hilarious. I think she's from Thistlewood. Uh, she's hilarious. She's like a quirky person, and she's like, I, I bought this rug, and I'm like, you got you got guys got to get this rug before it runs out. I have him in my house. And so then she directs people to buy this rug, and then she learns that it was selling like hotcakes. So she's like, they're almost gone with the rugs. And then she tells us they're not, they're not almost out of stock. And then she's like, it's on sale. It's always on sale. And so she's, this is how she, she opens gifts. You can she's do, a professional hype person. Yeah. You can do, uh, she opens her Amazon packages. You can post videos on Amazon, I guess. Okay. And then drive traffic towards that thing. So she'll wait till she gets a package. It's like, oh, what's in here? She knows what's in there. She ordered it. But, oh, look at this. And then, so I started thinking, oh, this might be a possibility. But, you know, I'm not going to – I went and looked into it yesterday on the Amazon page. I watched a couple mm-hmm. videos on how to do it. You have to buy items. So one of the videos I watched is pick an item that's for sale on Amazon, and then you go look. There's a website you can pay money for that analyzes what's really hot and what's not. So you – and all these different categories. So you actually have to – you become the middle person where you buy – It's a the, business in and of itself. Yeah, you buy the product – and then you post it, and then they, Amazon ships it for you. But you have to buy a lot, not not a lot, a lot of, you know, like, like a lot of ten okay. or a lot of twenty, a hundred, thousand. And uh, so after doing some research yesterday, I'm like, all right, screw that, I'm not doing that. And then I took a class with uh, Nathan Lodgson was one of the um, Lodgson was one of the one of the teachers. Him and uh, another guy from up north or far north or something up north. Um, and it was how to make how to make your side hustle profitable. And I was so excited because we both have side hustles. Yes. As do most of the people listening to the show. Because we all work. Unless yes. you know. And we would like to make the side hustles profitable. Right. Once again, this is the second year in a row at Workbench Con where this has happened. I sat in the front row, I introduced Kim uh, to Nathan and because we follow each other and I've been talking with him for a couple of years but he's also an active Coast Guard member okay. so uh, he gets deployed two months out of the year and then uh, he's gone from his family and then you know whatever so basically the presentation was how to manage stress levels with family and balance your work schedule to get you in your shop. There's so nothing. not how to make it profitable. No. Well, that seems misleading. Very much so. <laughs> uh, I was disappointed. And Kim went in that class with me, but here's, you know, he'd be talking and she's like this. Front row, she's falling asleep. <laughs> I, I'm like, she's right in front of him. <laughs> like tapping her on the leg. Uh, so I did that class. I didn't do any hands-on stuff because when I go there, I can experiment with epoxy in my house. 
I don't need to take a class on how to do it. Um, they had some stuff last year where you're using big chainsaws to carve shit. I should have done that class. You know, <laughs> they had a scroll a scroll sawing class with um, House of Timber. Yep. So Joey calls. Joey tells his wife that she's his girlfriend. And he wanted to get pictures <laughs> with her and stuff. So um, they did. He did that class. Kim did not do that class. So there's six classes in total that you go to. Uh, opening night last year, I got to see April Wilkerson, right? So this year, yes. when I get there, I'm like, where's April? Where you at? She wasn't there. Aww. Uh, the next day, I think we're eating lunch, and Joey sends me a picture of April in the lobby. And I jump up and run out to the lobby. Now i got to find her because it's huge, huge lobby. And I finally see her, and she's talking to someone, so I walk over by her quickly. And I'm just standing there like a little boy. And she's like, she looks over at me and she, she goes, hi. She, I go, hi. She goes, uh, what's your name? And I go, Mike. I said, last year you filmed a video for my buddy Bill where you stuck your head in my video. In my. She goes, oh, she had no recollection. Yeah, no. No, because she's way. She's got, she's got shit going on. I know. So I said, you know, I don't want to do any of that stuff again. I just want, I go, I am a podcaster. And I just want to be near you. We have a podcast, uh, Handcuffs and Sawdust. I actually had a sticker on me at that time. I ran out of stickers for the show. Um, I said, I wouldn't be much of a podcaster if I didn't invite you on the show. We can have you come on the show, tell us your story, although everyone knows it, but it would be great. And then she's like, well, I'm, I love this one. Well, kind of busy. I'm, I'm really busy uh, for the next you know, two months. And I go, April, you're pulled in every direction, I know. This is something, this ain't going away. So if it takes six months to get you on the show, great. She's like, all right. Then we'll, you know, I go, here's my phone number. I give her my business card. She's got the phone number on it, my email. Said so She goes, I'll get in touch. And I'm like, okay, cool. So then I just left her because I, I didn't take another picture. You and know. she was never heard from again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like she's, she's, I don't even know if that TV show is still around. She's that busy. she was doing, and she's got all kinds of stuff going on. So I totally right. get if she doesn't have time. Yeah, and then, uh, then the I'll second- just say I'm really sorry I don't have time for your right. small time podcast. Right. It's not going to bring in money to buy to my business. Right. So we'll see if she comes on. Obviously, if we get any of these woodworking guests, they'll just be woodworking parts of the show. There'll be no law enforcement stuff. But uh, except for the ask a cop portion, right? Ask a cop. Then of course, you know I see Matt Voltner the first day. Matt and I hook up on the in the lobby, and uh, he really you guys hooked up right out there in the lobby, huh? It was a sight to and see. And you were allowed to say you were allowed to stay there. Yeah, and my wife didn't even care. Dang. Well, uh, I mean, so we're uh, turns out now I've I was off Instagram for like eight weeks. In that time, he's got a podcast, <laughs> like yeah, the, the Maker's the, Lounge, the Maker Lounge. It. it it's doing quite well from what it looks like. He's doing really well, and he actually interviewed Hannah and Skyler from Surf Prep. They had a whole room to themselves. He invited me into the show, and it was bedtime for me, so I had to leave. Uh, but we are going to do like a cross-promotion podcast where he'll be on our podcast. We'll be on his. We might even do it all at the same time and then release it on each platform together as one show, right? Uh, so it was, A super show. It was cool catching up with, with Matt. And then uh, I met the guys from Sawdust Nation podcast. Uh, two of which listen to the or follow, have been following me for a while. Uh, 
Those guys. None of the, none of them follow me. <laughs> we, they will. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. We're gonna. I think we're gonna do a podcast with them as well. So, I okay. uh, can't wait to do that. And then, uh, of course, I was talking to Jason Bent, who wanted to be on the show last year, and between his the podcast and his move and a schedule, that didn't work out. So Matt Voltner showed me uh, a calendar app. So I put my availability on it. You put yours on. We need to do this just for us right off the bat. Yeah. But then you send it to the person you want to be a guest, and they get to pick any of those days where you and I are together. They can pick that day. And then they, they pick it, and then it's scheduled. That's it. So I'm going to download the app. Uh, Matt's going to give me a link because I was trying to write stuff down on my phone, you know, as you're going along. But it, it's just so much stuff just coming in, right, waves of information. Yeah. Uh, so, But Jason said he'd like to be on the show again. And then I told you what we talked about prior. Uh, but he was giving me some tips on stuff for the podcast. Uh, we're going to do Hannah and Skyler from Surf Prep. Might, might I say they are all tips that I have been saying. Yeah, well, we started doing some of life. them, but <laughs> I didn't have any confidence because you and I haven't done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to hear someone go, why aren't you doing that? Someone who's been doing it, not someone who you know thought we should do it. So it's just positive reinforcement from someone who's been in the know, you know? Not that I don't listen to you. Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> what? So uh, so then, day two, Saturday, someone goes, Steve Ramsey's here. I'm like, get out. I love Steve Ramsey. When I started watching YouTube videos on how to do woodworking, Steve Ramsey. I think he um, was the jumping off point for all of us. Oh, yeah, I think so. Him and, and um, Jay Bates for me, right? Yeah. Those two. And then April came in. But the, Steve and, and Jay were the two biggest for me to go, oh, and especially for Ramsey's, like, you don't need a lot of money. You don't need a lot of tools. You can do this with this. So I saw him there, and I'm like, oh, I got, I got to go say hi to Steve Ramsey, you know? So John and I went up, Erickson, and – uh Joey was took a picture from across the the banquet hall. <laughs> That's why I ended up sniper, little sniper picture. Yeah, I ended up posting it because I didn't have a picture of me and Steve Ramsey. Yeah, but uh, I introduced myself, said I was a big fan, gave him a sticker, two stickers, podcast sticker and a woodworking sticker, and then I didn't know that he actually had a podcast. So it's the um, the WTS podcast. I don't know what it stands for, but I looked it up. Saw some of the stuff on his show. Uh, then he, he goes, I don't have any stickers on me. This was Saturday. And I go, okay, um, that's cool. Maybe tomorrow, you know. He's like, uh, they're up in my room. He goes, I've never been here, and I'm a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> that's what Steve Ramsey said. And it is that, like, yeah. information overload, right? Because he's a big deal. And he doesn't think he is. He's just a normal guy. But then there's John Malecki and Jason Bent and April and Bourbon Moth and DeResta. I mean, all these, just Lincoln Street, all these heavy hitters are there. So he felt overwhelmed. He's one of those people, um, one of those, the big group of people that are very successful. So he said, yeah, I, I'm interested in doing the show. I said, we just, you know, for people that are big fans of yours, I think they get a kick out of it. And he's like, okay. Uh, so... 
He goes, I'll bring some stickers down tomorrow. All right, cool. So then on Sunday, I catch him right at, right before breakfast. And I go, hey, Steve, do you have those stickers on you? He goes, yeah. So he pulls two stickers out. Now, they give you your badge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so on your badge are two, is your name on both sides in a little compact little holder. So a lot of people keep their stickers in the middle there, right? They just pull it out of their badge. Okay. okay. That's actually really smart. Yeah. So I was putting mine in there. I, so I took it. I said, thank you. And I left them alone. And then he gave me his business card. Oh, sh- I wish. It's, it's effing hilarious. I don't know what I did with it. It's a white business card and says, Steve Ramsey. <laughs> Nothing That's else is awesome. on it. He, yeah, he started laughing. He goes, here's my business card. And then he's, I go, this is hilarious. I go, have you seen the movie um, American Psycho? He goes, no. I go. Check it out. There's a scene in there about business cards that go, you'll enjoy. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah. Just a business card scene. It will blow your mind. You can probably just find it on YouTube. Yeah. So I took his sticker or his and his business card, and I didn't want to put them in my pocket, and I was walking back to my table. So I went to slide them in my badge, and when I, I, op- I split them apart, there was someone else's badge on the other side of mine, and I pulled it out, and it was Steve Ramsey. Oh, <laughs> I go, what the, what is this? I'm keeping it. So I go back to Steve and I go, hey, man, I just want to show you something. I don't know if this has any, what this is, but I went to put your sticker in here and I go, look at this. He goes, did that come out of my badge? And he looks at his badge. He goes, no, here's both of mine are here. I go, I don't know what, but now it's in my badge. So, but I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. So that was kind of weird, right? Uh, And then. Other people that I talked to about being on the show, uh, besides Jason and Steve and uh, Kamani, of course. He was supposed to be on last year. Uh, I love him. He's great. I don't know if you saw his post yesterday about the day after um, WorkbenchCon. He's, like, hanging out the hotel window. <laughs> and he's, he had, like, no sleep, and he's trying to drink electrolytes, but he's out of water. He throws the bottle down on the ground. He gets into bed. He's like, first thing you do when you get home is make sure you get lots of pillows on your bed cause, so you can go to sleep. And then like the phone drops on his head. Uh, he was. I can't wait to get him on because he's such a great person. And he's from Atlanta, but he lives out in Washington now. So uh, one of the other guys went out to breakfast with him in the Atlanta area. And they were saying this is you – know, it took me I, – I think it was Justin from Campfire. Uh, Justin went out to breakfast with – Kamani and Kamani's like, yeah, I used to hang out over here. He knows all the bad neighborhoods, but they ate at a really good waffle yeah. place in a bad neighborhood, I guess. Um, of course, Matt Trey from Handcrafted by Trey, he's, he wants to come on the show. And of course, Christy and Nick from Oak Hill Mills and Stated Woods and the Maker Collab. Uh, Luke from Luke in the Garage, he actually lives 30 minutes from me. I don't yeah, know. So he lives out in your neck of the woods. Yeah, he lives in Oak Park, so he's close to me. And, uh, 731 Woodworks. Is it John? Is it? It's his first. Your dog's trying to answer it, the question yeah, for I, me. Yeah, I, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's driving me crazy. Oh, God. What? Oh, why? Matt. Matt, sorry. So, yeah. Outlaw. Matt Outlaw. He, uh, he's interested. I talked to him. I talked to him on Friday night. He was with his wife, and we met in the lobby, and uh, so he, he's retired copper, so he's all about it. Yeah, because like, he, yeah. he left law enforcement to go pursue do, yeah. YouTube full time. So he's up. He's he's like he's he'll 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 be up for it. So 
Um, that's as far as the guests go. That's a pretty good group of guests to start with. That, that we'll I'd be say so. Having on the show, and then you know, learning about. Uh, I took Brad Rodriguez's class. He did a Facebook class, how to make money on Facebook without new content. So if anyone doesn't know Brad Rodriguez, he's from Fix This, Build That. Really good guy. I spoke with him last year when I was out there because I was a fan of his too. And we had, actually, when he first started, I took one of his build ideas and I did it. And then he was like, I think he had like 5,000 followers at the time. He's like, let me know how it turns out. So we were we would chat back and forth on messages in his YouTube videos. But uh, now he's just blown up, right? So he did this great presentation. It was the best class I took all weekend. And he was had, he had the biggest room. And it was on how to make money with shorts on YouTube on your wood on your business page and like by recycling content and cutting stuff down so he gave I'll send a screenshot of some of how the some of this works uh, I actually took pictures of his slides so I'm going to put them all into one like picture folder and I'll send them to you and I'm going to put them on my computer cuz we were sitting in the front row so I could see that and uh you can make money. Now, you have to preface this by saying it might not work for me because I don't have enough followers on on Facebook yet, but there is a way to make money by posting 30-second, uh, no longer than 45-second uh, stories and then short videos. And then he's like, I think it's within the first five seconds you grab their attention, and then you hold them for 30 seconds to a minute. And he goes, after that, even his stuff just drops right down. People, after a minute, they just don't watch. And he goes, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about Facebook. We put the stuff up there. It's generating money. I, I don't care. I don't go on Facebook. I don't even have Facebook. <laughs> he said, I got a guy who does it for me. But even then re-releasing the video with a different name, you know, three months later, it hits again. I mean, all this, he did a whole bunch of stuff on how to figure out what he's done, he shared all of his knowledge on making money from Facebook. Granted, you should have a certain amount of followers, but he said, just start doing it. They'll eventually come. And also, which I learned, a valuable lesson for me, I went to the other class given by Pine Pine Pallets, Pine Baron Pallets, right? I think that's them. Um, they got a huge account, right? Yeah. Yeah, Pine Baron Pine Baron Pallet Works. That's all they do, right, is content. That's their job. Um, their big thing was how to, the class was figure out the algorithm. Guess what? Nobody knows they don't the know algorithm. They do figure out the algorithm. So basically it is. I don't even think Facebook and Instagram know what the algorithm is. And they change it constantly, right? So their big thing is, what to post, how long to post, when to post it. Um, also recycling content, like something you posted three months ago that did well, post it again because you might have new followers that haven't seen it and it'll go again. Um, and my big thing, what I've done since I have a woodworking page is when I make a reel and I put it on Instagram, in that bottom of your reel page, it says also share too because if you have a Facebook page, you know. Yeah. Don't do that. Really? They said don't do it. Because it's not organic to that platform, and it will not so push they don't it care for about you. It. Right. So what you should do is copy and paste 
whatever you write in your post to your clipboard, repost the original video from its original f- place to Facebook originally on its own separate platform, then just repaste in your description and your bullet points and hashtags. So don't share it. Just go over, take five minutes to go over to the other platform and post it. Also, hmm. if you're posting stuff on Instagram or if you're posting stuff on TikTok, I don't do TikTok, TikTok, but if you're doing TikTok and you then, it shows on TikTok and you move that video over to Instagram, they have a bot that removes every video that has a TikTok icon watermark. Anything that's watermarked gets dumped. Huh. And then I mentioned, what about our watermark that we add to our own videos, our personal logo watermark? They said, don't do it. I, and they go, I know why you're doing it, because you don't want people to steal your shit, but they'll still steal your shit and just crop the video and just take your watermark out. So just don't put your watermark in there. So Interesting. I gotta leave. He, they said, do it at the end, at the end of the video, which I do have that animation, but don't put it in the bottom corner because that will just kill your video. So... Uh, they said, for those of you that want to grow your accounts, a giveaway is a big thing. He goes, we hate, we all hate giveaways, but it can do a, a big bump in your, in your, for your account. So think about doing a giveaway or cross collab giveaway. Obviously, um, you need something that's quick attention grabbers and, you know, doing the unboxing of products and showing how to use stuff. Those are big videos. Uh, these are all things I wrote down on my phone while we were taking the class. Times to post. For them, they're on the East Coast. So they post at 6 in the morning because that's already that's 5 in the morning by you. You know, 6 in the morning. No, that's, that's East Coast. That's 3 a.m. 3 a.m. for you guys. But they're like as soon as people are grabbing their phones in the morning, you want their feed to have your stuff in it. And then again at noon, uh, that's how they do it. So they'd suggest posting twice like that. Uh, so that was, an, that was probably the best class I took was the, the algorithm one, and it wasn't how to figure out the algorithm. Uh, and then, you know, I got to, like I said earlier, I got to meet John Malecki. I love his stuff. I haven't watched a Malecki video on YouTube in probably 18 months because I just don't watch much YouTube anymore. But uh, I saw him there, and I think Erickson met him earlier or saw him earlier and said, you know, don't go talk to him. He's rude or something. So Kim goes, hey, there's that football player because I told her who John Malecki is. And uh, she goes, go say hi. I'm like, eh, I'm afraid. She goes, just <laughs> go. So I, her and I walked up to him. And I, I said, hey, John. And right away, man, hey, man, what's up? Who are you? I said, I'm Mike. He goes, what do you do? I go, I'm a cop, but I'm a woodworker. Well, not like you. I'm a woodworker. And he goes, I'm not a woodworker. <laughs> and uh, I go, eh, I'm also a cowboy fan. He goes, ah, interview's over. Cowboys suck. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> and I go, hey, I'm self-admitting to being a cowboy fan, uh, but I really like you. I like your stuff. I like stuff. He's like, oh, thanks a lot, man. So we talked for like five minutes. He gave me as much time as I wanted with him. Uh we got Kim took our picture, and then uh, I didn't ask him to be on the podcast. I probably should have used that. I didn't have any more stickers left. <laughs> like, uh, so, but that was a good experience. And then she's like, "Of course, see, I told you. you. Just go up and say something." Uh, yeah, I know. 
Yeah, <laughs> you're right again. Uh, so that was cool. And then just seeing everybody in the halls in between, you know, classes and hanging out at the surf prep desk. They took a, it's not a Victrola. They did a turntable that had a top, a wood, it was a solid wooden cabinet turntable stereo system. Well, not stereo system, turntable system. And then um, the top came comes up and you can play a record. It has to be, I don't even know how old it was, maybe from the 40s or 50s. So it was in really rough shape on the first day. And then they have people try their sanders on the piece, right, all weekend. And then on the last day, they stain it and finish it. It came out amazing. Uh, it looks beautiful. So uh, that was cool to see that process through the days of people working on it. And then later, like on Sunday, late afternoon, I'm standing there. I'm like, you could smell the stain. I'm like, I looked <laughs> over and the whole thing's done. And they're like playing a record on it. It was really cool. Uh, got to see Dave, 3ID, 3, 3D IY Dave, uh, who does tons of 3D <laughs> printing, right? Uh, he actually, did you get scanned? I did get scanned. I was going to do go. this. I was gonna, I was in my <laughs> cop grip, you know, and he goes, can you hold that for two minutes? Because it might not be very comfortable. And I go, you know what? I'll just do this. So I did that. He scanned me. You take your glasses off because sometimes the reflections fuck up the face part. Uh, and then he goes, hey, you want to videotape? I come around, and then I'll show you the rendering on the computer. You can videotape it. I thought I pushed record, but I was on the picture um, part of the phone. So I just took a picture and then a picture of Dave telling me stuff. And then <laughs> we uh, then we finally got to take a picture together because uh, I've known him for, I don't know, about a year and a half. And, uh, oh, also what I wanted to talk to you about was I know – and they have participated in some. Um, and this is what Pine Barrett's was saying. Pine Barrett's. You get in your little group to help the algor- algorithm, right? And get your people together. And then, and I, I've talked to you about it before. So I post something, I tell you. I just posted. Then you go, you comment. Four comments. It has to be four words. Post. You share it. You like it. You save it. You comment. So if you get a group of people doing that, it helps engagement. And especially okay. if it's right away, the algorithm picks up on it that it's being shared, liked, and engaged with, and it push, pushes it more. I was in a group like that, and everybody except me blew up. <laughs> and I'm. If Who I, were some of the accounts in that group? The people want to know. Coffee. Okay. Clyde. Pretty big. Steve Clyde, SC Creates. Okay, pretty big. Voltner. Big. Radek. Um, three Dave, three I D Y D I Y Dave, three D Dave. Okay. Um, Luke, Brian, Luke, Dogwood. Yep. Nick from Stated Woods. Yeah, these are big. Christy from Oak Hill Mills. Also big. Yeah. TV star now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm Brandon. When I tell you, everyone but me hung. Willie Woodworks, or Wiley. <laughs> everyone but me. No, they're all great content creators. Mike went big when he started making his own guitar. So his account really blew up back yeah. then. Um, but, yeah, those are just some of the people that were in my group. And I still, I'm still in a group with Radek and John from Character Red. So we, we help. Radek, he's got 200,000 followers. He's still participating with me. So um, It's wild. I didn't realize his account was that big. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's huge now. But anyways, so, you know, I would like to get a few of us together to do that because it does help. Plus, I then get to see your stuff more. I'd like to get you and Joey stuff, guys I actually care about because I don't get to see enough of your stuff. Because you know how you get on Instagram, all of a sudden it's like information overload and you're answering messages and DMs and shit. And I want to do it directly with people I care about. So let me know what you think about that. Uh, We should get Dave Franklin in there and Matt from Patriotic Pines, who's part of our little chat group. And he was, I finally got to meet Matt. He was at uh, the show. So we hung out a little bit. Um, Yeah, it would be fun to, to do that with us police officers, I think. That would be pretty cool. So, but we're cops, so social media doesn't like us. Yeah, it finds out somehow. Just, it's like it knows. I don't know how that works that way. But, so basically, that's it, man. I, I know it's not a lot of information. The swag bags were ridiculous. And what what's great about when you have two people that go to a conference and you're married is you get twice the stuff. <laughs> Some of that stuff we don't need, so I'm putting it in a care package for you. Ooh. I'm sending you some stuff. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't need two of these. Brandon can use one. <laughs> so I actually have a box over here and I started piling stuff in it. So I'll finish putting some stuff in there for you. And, uh, you know, you get back from Workbench Con and the, okay, so there's the keynote speaker at the beginning was Lincoln Street. He's fantastic. You know, his stuff is great. He's funny. He had a great story. And then Anne of All Trades closed the show. She had everyone crying. She had Sheesh. she struggled with depression and her marriage and all the stuff. She's living her she's living her best life. They just moved and bought a farm in Nashville. She's milking cows every day. But someone she met at WorkbenchCon last year became one of her best friends. So every day at like three thirty in the afternoon, she goes outside. And just watches the sun and takes a mental break and counts her blessings and writes down every day what she's grateful for. And it helps her sleep better because then she starts dreaming about the things she's grateful for and then not having, she said she was stuck in a place. We all get this way on Instagram or YouTube where you see, like, I'm just going to pull Nick from Stated Woods out because I love Nick. He's a great person. His shop is, I, I would love to have a shop like Nick's. It's huge. You know, and you go, oh, man, I want that. Yet, I'm grateful for the shop I do have, and I have to be reminded about what I do have. And she said, you get stuck in that negative rut where you don't know if you'll ever get to have that. And it becomes where you see it, and then you want it, and then all of a sudden you need it, and when you don't have it, it gets depressing. So don't try not to do that. You know, so she had guys, guys, men and women in the crowd just crying. And she would break down and have to take a second. People would start clapping. She was just completely open and honest with everybody. So it was, it was I think, a really cool way to close the show, a really good message that she put out there. But it does reinvigorate you to come home and, Gives you all kinds of new business ideas and helps kick you in the ass to get you moving, you know. So I'm I'm in that ass kicking mode. And where I gotta you know, last year we every year, Brandon, that we've done this, we've said at the beginning of the year, like the first show, all right, 
this year I'm going to do this, this, this. And then next year it's like, I never did any of that stuff. I didn't do one of those things. Right. I didn't do it. So there is a scheduling app that one of the guys talked about that helps him out, that reminds him, reach out to this con- reach out to this customer, start this project, you know, all that stuff. If you, if you're not that organized, it they it helps with that. So I'm gonna look into that. I'll let you know what that is too. I wrote it down. It's in a note. <laughs> it's in a note somewhere. Uh, it's right. Yeah, it's in a note. And someone talked about a book um, from some guy Casey, some YouTuber. I forget it. I couldn't write his last name down fast enough. But it's called. It's a video. Do what you can. Uh, so I gotta I gotta look at that. Um, but. Good stuff, man. Stuff that you'll look forward to taking back with you uh, next year, you know, when you go. I'm so excited that you're going to be there next year. Yeah, that's – I'm looking forward to it. We might actually do a show there next year. That would be pretty cool. be a lot of logistically stuff to do, but – Like, I I snuck into Matt's show as he was – he told me to come in. So I just peeked in there before I left. Dude, he's got, like – cameras and all these mics with boom stands and a mixing board and lighting. I'm like, Matt just went out and get all that stuff uh, for like hosting a show in a studio, not for doing stuff online. Yeah. <laughs> so I had, I had talked to Hannah about before we went, she's like, Oh, you can interview us at WorkbenchCon." And I thought, shit, now I got to buy three more mics. And I mean, this is logistically I, I'd have to buy. So I actually ordered three more pod mics and stands, and a case, and then I ordered it. And then I, we, I messaged her back and said, this is going to be a logistic nightmare for me because i got to bring the podcast studio, all this stuff. She goes, you know what, screw it, let's just do it. On, and I said, the main reason, Brandon's not going to be there, so we're going to have to have him on a computer while you guys, she goes, you know what, let's just do it online. So then I immediately canceled everything I bought on Amazon because it's Amazon, and you can do that. <laughs> See, you're trying to do this on hard. What would have been easier is once you got to Atlanta, yeah, is go to a Best Buy, rent something. You don't. Oh. You don't need to get the freaking pod mic. Get the little Yetis like I have. No, those are U USB mics. They don't plug into the podcast okay. studio. So then you can get one of these mics that I think was like twenty bucks when I bought it. And then after the show, return it. Maybe next year we'll do that. <laughs> so I think Luke in the garage is going to come here to my shop. We talked about it and do lunch, come to the shop. Maybe we'll do a show with him here. So I've got one that would be cool. mic I can use for that. But uh, yeah, it'll be cool. So that's it, man. That's everything that pretty much everything that happened. Just, you know, I was the only person getting sleep apparently because everybody else, holy cow. They're up till like three in the morning, four in the morning. Then it's a marathon coming down for breakfast at eight. Oh, the first day of breakfast was Saturday, right? So it says in the program breakfast from eight to 10. And then your main speaker speaks. First day we learned last year, getting there at eight forty was a bad idea. Most of the food is gone. So we made sure to get up early and get there at eight o'clock. So when we got there at eight on Saturday, like half the food was gone. What the fuck? So we get our table, and we eat, and then we, we're hearing all these rumblings. And 
some of the guys were coming down at like nine o'clock and there's no food, none. They put the food <laughs> out. They put the food out an hour early. Oh no. Instead of, yeah, eight to 10, it was seven to nine. They thought, so it was out seven to nine. Then they start taking shit away. So like 50 people, if not more, cause there had to be 500 people there. 50 people didn't eat. And that's a minimum. And one of the girls came to our table. She was sitting, uh, Scott Wiener was at our table the whole weekend. You know, Scott and his friend was, and then they had a friend that was hanging out with us. Um, and she was pissed and I, I don't blame her. So the next day while we started the day after breakfast before the speaker, you know, they said, um, okay, there was an, we apologize for a mix up yesterday with the food. This will not happen again. You know, blah, blah, blah. So that was it, man. They, they put it out an hour. The staff at the hotel put it out an hour early and screwed a whole bunch of people out of eating. So <laughs> not, not good. So what do you got there in your hand? I ha- So I like to go to Goodwill occasionally and just see what kind of crap I find. Like I found those uh, LED lights that I did on the Panthers flag. I've, I found a couple of furniture pieces that Annie and I have refinished and – I found this this little guy. It's like a California bear. Yeah, it looks like a bear, and it's got some walnut in it. But this thing is rough, dude. And I kind of want to see if I can refinish it and make it look awesome again. Yeah. So, like, just looking at the the end grain, there's yeah, cracks it's, and splits really bad. Splits all along glue seams. So I'm wondering if, like, the one. Right here, that's probably the worst. Underneath the neck, people he's pointing yeah, to. Right underneath the neck, and this one strip of like maybe quarter inch of walnut. I think that one I might have to actually cut along the glue seam, clean it up, and then just glue the whole thing back together. But I think the rest of it I can just sand down, shove some glue in there, and then use the sawdust to kind of fill the cracks and voids. Can you fill those cracks and voids with um, Starbond first? Probably, but I think I think just the wood glue would be a little bit stronger because some of them don't go all the way through. If you put one of those small um, needles on the star bond that allows you to get it in the gap, you can just slowly fill it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, you know, bring it up. Yeah, but I, I think the wood glue would be stronger. Or epoxy. I could do epoxy. Do epoxy because you can put that in there. Yeah. So we'll see. But That's I, cool. I mean, for five bucks, right? Yeah. Let's see if I can turn this into something nice, and then I don't know, maybe I'll give it away or something. That'd be cool. You can use your surf prep sander. Oh yeah, that thing's gonna do all of that. Speaking of surf prep, I have to. I got an order from from Hannah. I got to make her uh, three empty tombs, two of which are going to be made out of solid walnut. Nice. She actually so. showed a picture. Um, we were sitting around with her and Skylar, and she said to her dad, oh, Brandon's making us. She goes, I didn't want to tell you, but I'm so excited. She brings out her phone. She goes, have you seen the empty tombs? And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and she's like, the Jesus thing. And I go, yeah, you know, the rock, move the rock over. You know, the Jesus thing. Covers the cave. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. So then she, I said, he just posted a story today. She's like, so she brings up your page. She's like, I'm having to make three of these, you know, one for us and then one for a gift for somebody. But he was really excited to see that. So she was showing it off already, and she doesn't even have it. So, 
I was hoping that the wood would be here to where I could have had it done and shipped to them by the time WorkbenchCon was over, but the walnut will not even be here until Friday. Where'd you get it from? Forest to Home. There's oh, okay. There's nowhere close. It's got like anywhere the selection, so it was quicker, cheaper, and easier to just order it online and then have them ship it. All right, cool. Yeah. So I'm big fans of them, and uh, I talked to one of the guys that does a lot of cutting boards. Yeah. He one of the guys that taught the class with Nathan Logsdon about your side job hustle. He's yeah. actually a real a licensed realtor broker or some banker guy. I don't know, but he was in the realty. So he then also does woodworking. So he makes boards in volume for realtors. And I asked, I asked him specifically after our class on what are the best steps for pricing and what size was he doing and stuff like that? Because I have a realtor that wants prices from me. And he said he'd either sell, he'd either make like a batch of a hundred uh, and then he would have them, and then they'd say, I sold the house to the Johnsons, and then, okay, for $5 more, you can have it engraved the Johnsons or 10 bucks, whatever, and he'd do it that way, or he would uh, just make a batch of 100 give them to them with just the realtor's name on the back or just a small batch of 30, and every time they make one, it just then it gets personalized for the, yeah. the homeowner. So, But he gave me pricing ideas and size ideas, which I really was looking for. Because, you know, Joey had, in his garage, he just went to a show in Louisiana, so he made about... 200 boards. I think he, he spent months making all these boards. Some of them are as big as a countertop, but just absolutely yeah. gorgeous pieces. Um, and he was giving me pricing ideas too. So that's one of my goals is getting that quote out to my friend who's a realtor and then getting those boards started. So yeah. you're using Forest to Home. If I turned the wood up this way, it would make it thicker and I might be able to use them. But this way it's only like three quarters of an inch, I think. Stuff well, that's that. if you do like more of a a face grain one. If you do edge grain, it's going to be thicker, and then right. end grain you can do it. But I wouldn't do end grain for just realtor things. Just the time alone, it's going to no, take yeah, you. It's not, not worth it. Nope. I'm I just would say do simple. Yeah. Well, the forest to home. Wait, their stuff is S two S. Yeah. And usually, it's they'll sell you boards that are like oh yeah an inch an inch thick i bought i bought two kits from them to do the three cutting boards i did well I, i'm talking about just buying boards oh yeah i think i need those six quarter though or at least well if it comes if it comes s2s you're not going to take very much off of it right because their boards are pretty are pretty dialed in yeah because i want the boards to be a minimum of an inch thick so i'm going to look more into them too and i yeah. now that i'm up during the day i've got the spirit hardwoods by me which has I'm looking at all the rough poplar I bought from them when I didn't have a big jointer yeah. sitting above the big jointer I have, which I don't know if it's dialed in properly. So me, yeah, I'm frustrated with the jointer. <laughs> oh, I did one other thing when I came home yesterday. One of the giveaways, which I'm putting in your box of goodies, is from Montana Tools, Montana brand tools. And it's, oh, is it the little flip thing? It's this awesome, yes. right? So basically for people that can't see, look, go to YouTube. But um, on one side, it's a driver, right? Not driver. And the other side is actually your um, countersink. Thank you, Brandon. I'm having a brain fart. Your counter, Here for you. Your countersink. Uh, so I love this tool. And they have a, a whole bunch of great tools on their site. So they offer – there was a card – in the um, thing about becoming a um, 
affiliate. So I filled out the application to be an affiliate for them, and I got approved, and I got a message from one of the guys today. Welcome to the family. So I do have a discount code, I think 10% off, uh, which I'll put in the descriptions of the podcast and YouTube. Uh, this is an awesome little tool. And but I will- really the only discount code you need to know is promo code BOOKEM at surfprepstanding.com, which gets you 10% off your purchase. And there will be a direct link to Surf Prep, uh, our affiliate link in there, in the YouTube channel as well. But, yeah, this company makes a bunch of cool stuff. It's American-made. Obviously, they're in Montana. Uh, pretty neat. But you're getting one. I'm sending you one. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Amped. Amped. So that's good. Oh, check out this hat. Hold on. And we've reached the point in the show where Mike takes off his headphones and does a wardrobe change. I don't know if I can hear through this beanie, but um, yeah, stop. That's funny. <laughs> now Brandon's pretending like he's not talking. I've put on the uh, it's, it's a Carhartt. pretty slick beanie, Carhartt beanie with the big workbench con uh, logo, and it is the Carhartt brown. That's what they call it. Nice. And, uh, you should have seen the guys rocking this thing in the next day after on Saturday and Sunday. Oh yeah. If you if you give me free shit, I'm wearing it yeah. immediately. Bunch of guys. Oh, and I'm I'm gonna ask you, I have um a hat that wasn't we actually have two of them. Um they're baseball caps. I forget the company that they included them in the swag bag, but underneath here, underneath the bill, mm-hmm. are two LED lights. What? So now on patrol, I bought an LED light, uh, it's plastic, like this big, uh-huh. about this wide. It slides on the brim of your cap, and it's got a button on the top. So when I'm on patrol at night, I can just click the button, and I can see down when I'm looking at documents, driver's license and stuff. Well, this is already built into the hat. There's two LEDs. It's got an on-off switch in here, and then you just push a button that's built into the brim. So mine, I'm like, it's not working, right? Kim's huh. got hers on. She's pushing the lights. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like pushing the button. She goes, did you turn it on? I go, I'm not stupid. I know how it works. And she goes, really? You opened up this part here and turned on the switch? I go, well, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> like I said, I'm not stupid. <laughs> so apparently, Of course I didn't do that. Of course I'm stupid and I didn't do that. <laughs> that made her feel good. Um, hold on. Wow, that's really too warm to be wearing down here. Uh so, yeah, they got their Carhartt on the other side. But pretty cool hat. Uh, we have an extra one, and I don't know what Kim wants to do with it, so I'll see if she wants it. If not, you can have it. Yes. Or I'll, just, I'll just send you mine. Uh, and Hannah's, I emailed her yesterday when I got home, so she's putting some stuff together for you. So she'll be sending it out. I gave her your home address. Sweet. So look for some stuff from her. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Uh, so that should be a surprise. And I'm really hungry, and I still have to work out for an hour. Yeah, I still have to go gather wood for a retirement gift for a oh. um, Air Force para-jump. Okay. Do you know all the guys from that Maker or the Sawdust guys are all Air Force guys? Really? Yeah. And none of them follow me. From the Sawdust Nation podcast. of bitches. I told them, hey, my partner, my podcast partner's Air Force. They're like, really? So oh, fuck that guy. Damn yeah. it. I almost made it the whole show. You, oh, yeah. You're trying not to do uh, that. I'm sorry that happened to you. Better luck next time. 
<laughs> we'll try again next week. <laughs> next we, should, week. <laughs> we should start putting out odds on this. I think the odds would be in my favor, though. Oh, yeah. No, you're going to win a lot. Okay. I need to recoup some winnings from you. And either material or food, you know. Winners, winners win. Winners That's win. all I can tell you. Uh-huh. So yeah, after I go pick up the lumber for this sign, I might actually just stop by in and out. Oh, Jonathan's asking me for my uh, surf prep code. Uh, texting. Promo code. Yeah. Book them. So uh, I, we have to figure out when we're going to record next. So let's um, say to goodbye. To the calendars. Yeah. yeah let's, well, let's say goodbye, and then we can do that. How's that sound? That sounds good. All right. So thanks to everybody for tuning in. This is the episode 60, the WorkbenchCon 2023 wrap-up show. It was great. You should all go next year. Um, what else, Brandon? Oh, I had a suggestion from Troy. He's okay. Like, you guys have way too many ways to get in touch with you. I get so confused, I don't know where to send a question. He goes, I've sent them to YouTube. takes you long to answer. I've sent DMs. So... He has not sent me a DM. I think he actually commented on a, something of yours, not a YouTube video, but something that you didn't respond to him. I don't remember what it was. I'm not going to get him in trouble. I respond to, I don't get many comments. I typically respond yeah. very quickly. So <laughs> let's narrow down how to reach us and just use. Uh, email your questions to the Handcuffs and Sawdust podcast. Email. Go which is handcuffs and sawdust podcast at gmail.com. And you can also send other stuff to that email address. Like Not nudes. Don't send well, nudes. No we don't want those. We voice, don't want those. Actual audio questions like David Franklin uses. Those are the questions. You send no, your no. audio questions or you can type it out. Right. You can do whichever. I thought, I didn't know if you said just send questions. Then You're confusing people, Mike. Typing or talking. You got fucking spirit fingers. Ooh. All right. <laughs> those aren't spirit fingers. These spirit fingers i don't know the movie reference and neither do i i just remember that oh. part and it makes me laugh every single time okay when you figure I think out it's like what, bring it on or something like that i wouldn't have even have seen that movie i don't know that must be a your generation thing yeah it's a hundred percent a millennial thing okay thanks for sharing oh here we go Someone's i do what up. i can oh you know what i just figured out what'd you just figure out our intro music which we use as outro music mm-hmm. now has jason's voice on it <laughs> Whoops! So now I'm going to have to edit in the exit music, or you could just use the pre-show one. I can't. Although that might amp people up too much. I mean, oh, I could do that. Yeah, it it gets it gets the heart rate up. We're going to do it. Okay, okay, we're going to do it. Buckle up, people! It'll make people go out and run and start fights. I feel like a superhero is about to show up and make stuff. All right, I think this is it. Okay. All right. So see you next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing, liking, commenting, and saving. Stay safe on the street and in the shop. Okay, bye. And scene. Ah.